Green Visions, Green Ideas. Welcome to this week's episode. We will inform you on how an online meeting was able to contribute with new ideas and to spread some energy despite the missing physical interaction. My guests today are Najme Shakai and Niels Michael Petersen. Najme is heading our library in Sönderborg and Niels is a colleague of mine at Tech Innovation. We thank allgoodspeakers.com for their support. On April 6th to 7th, the Yeron staff days were organized by SDU. Yeron stands for Young European Research Universities. The network consists of 17 universities that are all under 50 years old. They want to work together so that their needs get considered within the European agenda. The conference on the topic of sustainability took place online. And now uh, I let Najme explain you a little bit about how this was organized. Well, thank you, Katarina, for inviting me. Um, the program within these two days was arranged in both plenary sessions and workshops. There were some great keynote speakers who shared information about the SDGs in relation to operating and developing the university and what matter regarding sustainability. And workshops have been organized within 10 special topics relevant to SDG and made all participants to choose which group to join regarding their interests and of course their jobs. For each group, we had colleagues from SDU who voluntarily acted as chair of the group. It was a great experiment in informal way and made us to create a space for deliberate conversation rather than passive listening. Each group created a shared question and came up with some possible solution that we took home, which are relevant to our daily work. So maybe now I can uh, make a question for Niels. What was your experience, Niels? Well, I was hosting a discussion on green mobility, one of the technical issues, and we focused on transport to and from our campuses and also on professional traveling to conferences. Uh, and in my group, we very quickly agreed that the overall goal is to offer quick and reliable, and comfortable transport to our campuses, but that it's not only a matter of technical solutions and, and infrastructure, it's also really a matter of people's transport habits and the incentives to change their habits. And we had representatives from big cities like Madrid and Paris. And we also had some from smaller or medium-sized towns. A medium, it was Uens, uh, and uh, a Finnish town in the middle of nowhere. And these different towns and cities have very different preconditions and challenges. In the big cities, biking is, is often very dangerous if the infrastructure is not in place, which means that people don't bike, whereas in, in towns with weak public transport system and a long way to campus, the only and most convenient uh, solution is to take a car. So the, the group discussions uh, gave rise to a lot of new initiatives and included suggestions for actions such as a campaign that support 
a think smart green transport culture. And that could encourage people to consider their choices and maybe change their habits. And they also suggested a drive-along system where you share cars instead of just driving your own car when possible. And also to create better facilities for the rising number of electric cars. But really high on the agenda was better and safe bike paths, also long-distance bike paths, because the bike often beat any other form of transportation. And finally, the group believed that we could learn from solutions that works from, for other year-round universities and that we should consider to create maybe a forum for green mobility best practice among the year-round universities for those interested. And personally, I, I do believe that the corona lockdown has showed us that uh, there are a lot of benefits to to blend uh, online working with actually coming to campus. So we could consider each of us when it's necessary to come to campus and when it's more practical and convenient to work from home. And that would change our transport patterns a lot. And if I should end with a takeaway message to people at, at campuses, it could be something like be flexible, try to challenge and maybe change your own transport habits and, and also your working habits. And I, I believe that, that we will see big changes in the future. Very relevant, Niels. I'm glad you uh, expressed this because uh, we need exactly also these conclusions for our initiatives at Alcyon because we also want to uh, get transportation to and, and from Alcyon changed in this way. So this is really very useful information and we should uh, get uh, some more um, interaction with these universities. Thank you. Uh, I personally was the chair of the session on renewable energy and reduced energy consumption. And this was kind of funny because uh, we didn't discuss so much about how to save energy or build up new renewable energy sources. We didn't go into any details of this, but um, instead we discussed how we could engage the lab users or students more in the course of reducing consumption. So um, in our opinion in the group, we were mainly addressing a change in behavior and how uh, to get there. And actually the participants came up, came up with suggestions like to measure the consumption and make it available to all and then start to get different groups engaged in competitions against each other. So in this respect, uh, there were some concrete uh, advices also from others and, and we benefited from their observations. Um, and in the light of the last talk during the conference on nudging and behavioral insights from Pelle Gulborg Hansen, uh, I then have some major takeaways like uh, to start a, a change, to start changing the default situation. In some examples, this is easy, understandable, like if you want people to save paper when printing, make the default two-sided printing. Everybody will then use preferably this. But um, 
other options seem logical, but are, but are not um, used frequently, like to offer vegetarian food as default and ask the participants for a meeting that uh, like a meat dish to make the tick in the box for this option actively. Just by introducing such little changes, you can already uh, change the behavior of many people and, and the output is a lot more towards sustainable development. So this, um, I think, is a major major conclusion of, of our group's discussions. Najmi, um, you were in a totally different group, not so much towards uh, technical issues. What was... Uh, your group talking about? Well, actually, I can um, learn from your talk and Neil's talk that there are lots of uh, similarity between the groups, although there are also some, some differences between, between the topics. But in, in my group, I was chairing the group with discussion about returning to campus and offices life, office life in post-COVID. At this topic, Actually, this topic is so broad and wide, but we agreed to minimize it to a narrow topic. The question we all agreed on was about how might we make dual working for everybody, both academic and non-academic stack, with focus on team building and collaboration. My group was a great combination of leaders and staff, and all were agreed that COVID poses a huge challenge and is changing the way of our work. Thriving in remote work as a new normal in post-COVID implies that we must adjust our structure, developing new abilities to establish a strong and trustworthy relationship among staff. We all in the group believe that although remote working has favorable outcomes, such as job performance, job satisfaction, work-life balance, and reduced rate of stress. But there are some risks as well that must be considered for all university and all organization, namely e social isolation that leads staff being disconnected from working environment, and it makes lower performance and gradual demotivation. So in this regard, we came up with particular question about meetings, how to encourage all presented staff in the meeting to interact positively while the meeting taking place online with some staff in campus and some off. So at, at uh, the group proposed that meetings should go online even for those who are in campus. Why? Because to avoid, uh, avoid the disconnection by those from home, also being careful to not missing the cultural aspect during the online conference or online meetings. Another concern or challenge that uh, my, my group stressed was about changing traditional work style in some universities work while they, are ha they have remote working. In post-COVID, while some staff still continue working from home, we need to find a solution to use the empty spaces and share them with the others, either in our department or with the other department across the university. So it should be considered in efficient and sustainable way due to the economic impact which has for, for the university and for all departments. So what we learned actually from this online conference, particularly regarding the SDG was, first of all, 
the larger capacity of virtual conferences offers more opportunities to attend, com to attend compared with the traditional uh, on-site meetings. A lot of us normally would travel um, to find uh, what um, to, to travel to make sure our stories were getting out there in addition to wanting to hear the latest from others as well. So now we can do majority of these pretty effectively without leaving our house. So we stay at home, but we join the, the meetings and conferences in, in globally. And the conference also, this conference offered this opportunity that everybody contributed perfectly through this great format of the event uh, and made us to create a space for the great conversation, productive conversation rather than passive listening. It was really good format that made um, you know, for this conference. So each group created a shared question and came up with the, with the poss possible solution that we took home uh, and which is re relevant really to our daily work. Yeah, super. Uh, thank you for these conclusions, Nashmi, and uh, for the insights into the different groups. <clears throat> it was really uh, um, a challenge different to a normal online conferences I attended before. And I think it's, uh, as you mentioned, a very good format. Thank you all for today. And you will find the links uh, to this conference site or uh, to the site of the year on staff universities under the podcast. And I hope you tune in again next week. Thanks a lot. Thank you.